Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about laziness, why you are lazy. People often say, oh, I'm just lazy. They'll use that as an excuse to not do something. Really, it's a way to protect yourself. Uh, we may get to that. But it's not who you are. It's simply how you've adapted. Nobody is born lazy. No child is lazy. Yes, children don't do work on the in the traditional sense, but play is work for children. So, you know, when a child wants to work on her... Uh, skills with scissors for instance you know she'll wake up in the morning and go right to working on her scissors she won't even want to eat breakfast no no child is lazy you've adapted you know you've learned how to be lazy very similar when people say they're introverts or extroverts that's not who you are that's simply how you've adapted oh you're an introvert you don't like being around people that means you have anxiety around people it's not who you are. That's an adaptation. Saying you're an introvert is a way you can protect yourself from being around people um, more often. Laziness is a symptom. right? Laziness is not the cause. Laziness is not who you are. It is step four of a five-stage process. The five-stage process of neurosis, what it generally is. And it's the same for everybody. Laziness is step four, saying you're lazy, and then step five is the belief. You're lazy, which is different enough to merit its own step. And so the conventional wisdom around what to do or how to combat laziness, here we can see why it doesn't really work, because it, attack, it attacks, it goes right to not the cause, but the symptom. And, you know, people say things like, well, you know, generally, you know, uh, the, the wisdom around what to do for laziness, it's kind of true because people will say, oh, oh, you need a system, you need a schedule, you need some kind of routine that you can submit to. And while that is true, again, you're just working on the, the symptoms. So people will say things like, oh, you got to work out or even work, you know, do some kind of work technique, like some pompadoro technique i mean essentially the solution is the solution to being unable to work is to do uh more work or the, the, to uh treat the belief that you're lazy supposedly people say oh you got to do affirmations and i'm not saying any of these things are wrong to do but we got to be honest and say you know it's really not the laziness itself it's really not the cause of the laziness um you know, you can take a fever reducer if you have the flu and it can, it will reduce the fever, but the fever is just a symptom. And I get it. If you have an important sales meeting, you need to take Dayquil to get you through that meeting. I get it, but we got to be honest and you're not working on, you know, you're, you're not treating the flu. In fact, the fever is your body's attempt to, to fight the virus. Um, so in order to manage laziness well or really get at the root of it, yeah, we got to look at the cause. And the cause, well, the first step is individuation. There is some drive within you. I'm, I'm seeing individuation, right, because my main influence is young. I think there's some drive within you, some impulse, some emotion, some intuition, some intuitive urge that takes all of your sensory psychological perceptions and evaluations in your life up until that point and kind of spits back to you a general what's the next right thing to do for you given the situation that you're in uh, but sometimes that drive for individuation it tells you to do something uncomfortable 
or that would maybe cause more anxiety than you feel already. So what do we do is we repress it. And then if you repress your drive to individuation, you are necessarily isolated. You isolate, and when you isolate, you feel shame. And when I say isolate, you know, I don't mean you're not around people. You could be around people and isolated, but you will, yeah, you'll feel isolated around people if you feel like you need to repress whatever your drive for individuation is to to be around them, and that will inevitably cause shame, you know, given enough iterations of, of that repression. So this shows us that what we really need to do to combat laziness is we need to work on these three steps. And then steps four and five will generally take care of themselves. And in fact, working on steps four and five without addressing steps one through three will you know, it may work short term, but it's going to leave you more frustrated because the laziness, the belief that you're lazy is going to keep coming. You know, you can tell, you can give yourself all the affirmations in the world that you need to not be lazy. If you're still mismanaging your emotions that cause laziness in the first place, you're still going to be lazy. I mean, think of it like a computer, right? If your computer is already running at 50% capacity and your boss comes around and gives you a task that takes 25% of your brain psychological capacity it's going to feel like 75% everybody else is doing it at 25% and you're going to look around and say am I stupid am I lazy something's wrong with me oh David Goggins says to wake up and run 10 miles every morning or whatever it is he says it's which is fine to do uh, if that's what you want to do but in no way will it combat laziness um and so how do you deal with these first three steps well you know there's a bunch of things you can do. It really depends on your individual. I mean, overall, this is your pattern. Hear me now. <laughs> Believe me later. Himnibimla. But uh, generally, this involves things like I identify emotions. As lame as that sounds, it's true. Or uh, what else does this involve? It involves some kind of communication. Or iron out any creases in communication that you have with the most important relationships in your life. That's that's really what that looks like. And there's a bunch of other things like group therapy, I think, can be an effective part of that. And so people will try to sell you a system to like, oh, you got to submit to the system in order to overcome your laziness, which is kind of true. But really what you need to do is submit to a system that works on these three steps and the laziness and the belief that you're lazy will take care of themselves. It will work every time. Uh, but, but you got to get good at identifying what these things are, right? I, I mean, there's that saying life comes down to the choices that you make, which is of course true. Life comes down to the choices that you make. I mean, there's other influences, but fundamentally it's the choices that you make. Uh, but what matters more is the resolution on, on which you make those choices. You know, you can spend all your energy making choices on step four and five here on the symptom, on the conscious symptom, by the way. Sorry about that dog barking. The, the nanny must be here. But really, you got to focus on the, the, the you got to get your resolution. Um, you got to put the light lens, the, 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 the right lens in your microscope to focus on what actually matters. So yeah, choices that you make, but on what resolution are you making those choices? If you're not looking at the right spot, you know, if you're just, if you have the, uh, the flu and you're just focused on the fever, you know, you're going to have 
a bad time. And this also answers the question, like, is it okay to use drugs? You know, I get this question a bunch. Like, can I use drugs? Should I use Vyvanse or Adderall to help me? And I say, yeah, go ahead, use it. As long as like, like it doesn't turn into a problem and you're not using more than you need to or you're relying on it or anything like that, then use whatever drugs you need. As, lo if, as long as you're using drugs for these three stages here, the cause, what I do? Then it will work itself out. You will find yourself needing that drug less and less over time, naturally. Right? It, it, it becomes, um, it, it's like a self extinction way. But if you use drugs on step four and five, then you're just going to need more and more. And, uh, you know, you're going to have a bad, uh, time. Muhammad Ali. He has that great quotation I brought up before. You know, it's one of those quotations that seems just kind of simpler like any other quotation, but it, you, you can really think about it a long time, and it means more, I find, the more you think about it. And that quotation is, it's not the climb that bothers you. If you're climbing up a mountain, it's not the climb that's going to bother you. What's going to bother you is the pebble in your shoe. And that's my job. You know, my job, you know, you come to me, as as a client and you say oh look mark i have all these problems in my life over here and i say yeah you know you do have those problems i'm not trying to gaslight you but also at the same time we need to focus on what's more fundamental you don't have relationship problems you don't have money problems you don't have work problems. You don't have mother-in-law, wife, husband problems. You have psychological issues. You have ways that you mismanage your emotions. That's what steps one through three are. That's, there are ways that you specifically mismanage emotions that leads to these problems in your life. And it's my job to say, yeah, let's take all that energy and just direct it a little bit. And this problem uh, will work itself out. Let's take the pebble out of your shoe. It's, it's, it's actually quite simple to do but it can still be difficult. So you may need some help. We do free consultations, joinanimus.com slash schedule. Uh, if you want to find out uh, more about what I do, thank you guys. And remember, you're not lazy. You simply don't know how to manage your emotions.